Hi, this is Mark, Hustock Tech Team, and this is our Futurist Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for five-year-old Jonah Sullivan. He went missing from La Jolla, California on April 30th, 2012. This is considered a family abduction. Jonah is Caucasian, three foot five, 40 pounds, with blue eyes and light brown hair. He may be in the company of his mother, and they may still be in the local area, or they may have traveled to Phoenix, Arizona, and or Alabama. Jonah has a small scar on his chin and right cheek. His front tooth is chipped, and he may be going by the nickname of Sully. If you know of Jonah Sullivan's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Jonah Sully Sullivan, please click on the link on the Voice America Kids homepage. Our future is missing. Or go to futuresmissing.com. Thank you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be it's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Welcome to our program, Express Yourself. We're a show by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Young Juan, and we're your teen host for today. If you didn't hear last week and the past few weeks, Be The Star You Are charity is having its ninth annual national essay contest where you can win $100, get a radio interview on this show, win prizes of books, and recognition. This year's competition has the theme of benevolence, compassion, and kindness. For more information, visit www.btsya.com. The contest runs through January 2013 and is graciously sponsored by U.S. Bank. Again, that is really, really exciting for any writer out there who wants to be published. Make sure to check out www.btsya.com to find out more about this ninth annual Be The Star You Are essay contest. We are here live at the Pear Festival in Moraga, California. It's our second live event and my first time doing anything like this. It's definitely really exciting. I love live events, and this is my second time at a fair, so I'm still really psyched about all the booths and all the different types of food there are here. Today we'll be talking about something new and exciting happening at Be The Star You Are, since we are starting the Be The Star You Are Club. You'll meet the creators coming up. It's also autumn, and the leaves are changing colors and so pretty, so what better time to talk about fall traditions and especially our favorite holiday, Halloween. So we wanted to take some time just to talk about it. Straddling the line between fall and winter, plenty and paucity, life and death, Halloween is a time of celebration and superstition. It is thought to have originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, when people would light bonfires or wear costumes to ward off roaming ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st, as a time to honor all saints and martyrs. The holiday, All Saints Day, incorporated some of the traditions of this ancient festival. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve and later Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into secular, which means not religious, community-based event characterized by child-friendly activities such as 
trick-or-treating. In a number of countries across the world, as the days grow shorter and the nights get colder, people continue to usher in the winter season with gatherings, costumes, and sweet treats. The American Halloween tradition of trick-or-treating probably dates back to the early All Souls Day parades in England. During the festivities, poor citizens would beg for food and families would give them pastries called soul cakes in return for their promise to pay for the families, pray for the family's dead relatives. The distribution of soul cakes was encouraged by the church as a way to replace the ancient practice of leaving food and wine for roaming spirits. The practice, which was referred to as going a souling, was eventually taken up by children. They would visit the houses in their neighborhood and be given ale, food, and money. The tradition of dressing in costume for Halloween has both European and Celtic roots. Hundreds of years ago, winter was an uncertain and frightening time. Food supplies often ran slow, and for many of the people, dark the dark was a big fear. The short days of winter were full of constant worry. On Halloween, when it was believed that ghosts came back to the earthly world, people thought they would encounter ghosts if they left their homes. To avoid being recognized by these ghosts, people would wear masks when they left their homes after the dark so that the ghosts would mistake them for fellow spirits. So to keep these ghosts away from their houses, people would place bowls of food outside their homes to appease the ghosts and prevent them from attempting to enter. Halloween has always been a holiday filled with mystery, magic, and superstition. But what about those Halloween traditions and beliefs that today's trick-or-treaters have forgotten all about? Many of these obsolete rituals focus on the future instead of the past and the living instead of the death. In particular, many had to do with helping young women identify their future husbands and reassuring them that they would someday, with luck by next Halloween, be married. In 18th century Ireland, a matchmaking cook would might bury a ring in her mashed potatoes on Halloween night, hoping to bring true love to the diner who found it. In Scotland, fortune tellers recommended that an eligible young woman name a hazelnut for each of her suitors, then toss the nuts into the fireplace. The nut that burned to ashes rather than popping or exploding, the story went, represented the girl's future husband. In some versions of this legend, confusingly, the opposite was true. The nut that burned away symbolized a love that would not last. Another tale had it that if a young woman ate a sugary concoction made out of walnuts, hazelnuts, and nutmeg before bed on Halloween night, she would dream about her future husband. So young women tossed apple peels over their shoulders, hoping that the peels would fall on the floor in the shape of their future husband's initials tried to learn about their futures by peering at egg yolks floating on a bowl of water and stood in front of mirrors in darkened rooms, holding candles and looking over their shoulders for their husbands' faces. Other rituals were more competitive. At some Halloween parties, the first guest to find a burr on a chestnut hunt would be the first to marry. At others, the first successful apple bobber would be the first down the aisle. Of course, whether we're asking for romantic advice or trying to avoid seven years of bad luck, each one of these super Halloween superstitions relied on the goodwill of the very same spirits whose presence the Uri Celts felt so keenly. But on the record, I would hate to be married on Halloween. Yeah, I think it would be pretty creepy. In our area, we carve pumpkins, put on costumes, and go around neighborhoods trick-or-treating. Many of our friends bring pillowcases to fill with candies, and then we either eat it or give it to friends, depending on how generous we feel. Halloween has become one of the favorite holidays of the year for teenagers, but it is always important to remember to be safe. So here are some tips for safety. (laughs) A tip... For costumes and those who make costumes, it's better to paint your face than to wear a mask. And don't wear clothing that can hinder you from walking. Go trick-or-treating with friends and don't eat candy that is not wrapped. There have been some really scary cases of candy poisoning and some weird stuff that people give out. So make sure it's all safe and make sure to be polite so don't throw eggs or teepee houses. Yeah, exactly. So another way, a great way to celebrate Halloween is by having some friends over. You can indulge in movie marathons, which I know I used to hate because I hate scary movies, with lots of seasonal treats, which I did love, like pumpkin seeds or caramel apples, or go with a more traditional popcorn, which I know my friends and I love to make little variations on that. 
there are a ton of movies based around Halloween, and not all of them are that scary. I know that Charlie Brown has a Halloween movie that's pretty classic. I used to love the Disney Channel movies like Halloween Town and Twitches, so check those out if you want to remember your childhood. These, there are also really scary movies that seem perfect for this holiday if you're one of those people who can handle a little extra fear. And, of course, there's always trick-or-treating with friends, which is a great way to spend Halloween. Since Halloween is on a Wednesday this year, I'll probably be at home studying because I'm such a cool person. So however you celebrate this event, make sure to have fun and remember the great history of Halloween. Trick-or-treating with friends or hanging out for a movie marathon. Anyway, choose to celebrate it. I hope you'll have a great time and be safe. Yep, exactly. And hopefully we won't eat too much candy. Unfortunately, we are out of time for this section. But for more, stay tuned for more thoughts on the Morocco, California Pear Festival. For all of our listeners out there, I'm your co-host, Kylie Kelly. And I'm Young Juan, and you've been listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at expressyourselfteenradio.com. We'll be back in a bit with more fun. Kids safe, mother approved. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. And I'm Young Juan. And I'm Kai Kelly, and we're your teen hosts on today's episode of Express Yourself. Today we're doing something really special. We are broadcasting live from the Pear and Wine Festival in Morocco, California. The festivals are a great way to connect and reach out to the community. And today we have two little girls. What is your name? Stella. Stella. And what is yours? Sadie. Wow, and so Sadie, how old are you? Five. You're five. How old are you? Three. You're three. Can you say that one more time? How old are you? Three. Three. <laughs> really? And how many fairs have you been to so far? Uh, I just have been to the county fair and 
Um, I have been to the Beatles and no, I'm not this fair. Wow. I went to um two fairs. Well, two fairs. And you know what? Um, when I saw the Beatles, was that a fair? Do you know? I think that was a fair, so that's very exciting. You've been to a couple of different fairs. Have you done anything today at this fair that's really fun and really exciting that you want to talk about? Yes. I touched the fatness over there. <laughs> it, was it fun? It was fun. What it about was... you? Did you do anything fun today? No. Yeah. Um, I um, saw a balloon. You saw it? What did you see? Um, um... I go upstairs and play. A play? That's very fun. A play? Uh-huh. Yeah, you saw a play. What kind of play did you see? A play? Yeah, what kind of play? Oh, that kind of play? <laughs> Not that kind of play. Have you heard some really good music here so far? Yeah, and I have a kitty cat that makes great music. Wow. And you know what? I just turned the play button all the time. I just can't stand it. Really? You it's a Halloween cat that I Oh, had. what are you doing for Halloween this year? Speaking of uh, Halloween. You know what? Uh, for Halloween, um, we got um, some clothes that are like this size, I think. Mm. Or they that size. I don't know. So. And what are you going to be doing for Halloween this year? Um, a princess cupcake princess. Oh. And you know what? For Halloween, I'm going to be uh, the queen of hearts. And this morning, I put it on. Really? Do you like Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. Yeah? What's your favorite fairy tale? Um, yeah. You can shoot it away. What is your favorite fairy tale? Enchanted. Enchanted! Wow! And what is your favorite thing to do on the weekends when you have free time and you're off from, you're off from school or what? Maybe they're not at school. You're not at school yet, are you? Bella's at school. Really? Yeah. Oh, you are? Are a you ballet class. You're at a ballet class. Oh, that's so cute. Are you okay? It's okay. <laughs> so tell us about your ballet class. How is your ballet class? Good. What do you do in ballet? Um, all, all the things. All the things? Are, do you like dressing up with your tutus and all your different outfits? Uh-huh. That's really fun. What about you? Do you do ballet? No. I go to preschool, of course, um, kindergarten. Can you oh. tell us about what preschool is like? Uh, you know what preschool is like? I think Stella could tell you because she knows all about it. I don't know. <laughs> Stella, okay. so how, what do you think about preschool? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I played at preschool. You play at preschool, wow. And what about kindergarten? What do you do at kindergarten? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, let, why don't you tell us about, a little bit, what's your favorite color? Um, purple. Your favorite color is purple? What about, what is your favorite Disney princess? Um, Snow White. Why do you think she's your favorite? That because I love her. She's love really pretty. Have you been to Disneyland before? Yeah. That's that. I love Disneyland. It's really fun. So what about you? What is your favorite Disney princess? Uh, um, it's it's the girl in Enchanted. In Enchanted, Giselle. Uh -huh. Wow. Why do you like Giselle more than all the other princesses? Are you a big fan of animals? Do you um, like animals? Yeah, but um, um, all the birds fly away from me. Oh, really? What is your favorite animal? Uh, my, my pug Oliver. <laughs> That's my favorite. Do you like your pug Oliver too? Yeah. I like, um, I like that animal penguin. You like the penguin? I love penguins too. What about you? Any penguins? Do you like penguins too? Yeah, I like penguins. Have you seen them at the zoo or anywhere else? Have you watched Happy Feet? Yeah, I, I watched Happy Feet 
Really? I didn't get to watch Happy Feet one. Oh, Happy Two, Happy Feet Two is a great movie. Guys, that was a spectacular interview. Yeah. You were very good at answering questions. Or a stupendous. You want oh, to be a yes. stupendous? Stupendous. That's a great word. At just five and three, we have some future people, future radio show hosts yeah. as well. So that was they. You guys did a wonderful job. You guys are listening to Express Yourself, a show by, for, and with creative young people. Unfortunately, we are out of time now, but we will be back soon with more interviewers from people at the Pear Festival. Yes. I'm Young Jiran, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk or little children, and we'll be right back. So don't go away. We'll be back with more. Hey, this is Vivian. And this is Jennifer. It's been a long time since I've been on radio, but I'm at the Pear Festival right now with my sister Jennifer, and it's really good to be back. And we'll be singing for you Offbeat by Clara C. So here it is. Full of art stories, a ship to keep our memories afloat. I wanna hear rewind, play back a hundred times the moment when our hearts aligned. La 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 Get the air, I'll breathe you instead Fill up my lungs, forget to exhale Exhale Two, up, three, four, cause you put the art in my heart. Your warmth and sunny rays, I'll save for rainy days. To break in case of emergency Then I'll shut these eyes Play back a thousand times The moment when our hands intertwine Forget the air I'll breathe you instead Fill up my lungs Forget to exhale Exhale I'll be down, you'll be my offbeat Let's make a rhythm and harmony Waltz to R three four, cause you put the art in my heart Thank you, Vivian and Jennifer, our sister stars. Hey, new voice here. I'm Steven Zhao, an Express Yourself administrator of the teen radio show. And you guys didn't think you'd have a live broadcast without me, did you? Stay tuned. Our two co-hosts will be back with more. And I will be back on the radio show uh, for a surprise appearance sometime in the near future. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
we don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Antipreservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Here at Voice America Kids, our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Young Juan. And I'm Kai Kelly. So today I'm going to be talking about popular fall traditions on my segment of What's Poppin'. I don't know about you, but right around this time of year, the scenery and weather lends itself to many traditions and fun activities for my family. For me, these familial traditions provide a sense of stability and can be really fun when everybody is stressing about, out about projects and school and we don't have that much time to spend with each other. The Moraga Pear Festival is a great local tradition we have here in the East Bay, but there are a bunch of others. So today on What's Poppin', we'll be fo- focusing on some popular fall traditions. The biggest suggestion I heard for those cooler nights was creating cozy corners and taking a break to relax and warmth. My friend's family has regular family nights with homemade pizza, popcorn, and a movie, and she says it's a lot of fun. When it starts getting colder, my family lights up the fireplace and enjoys s'mores. Adding a pile of blanket and pillows and good books can lend itself to a relaxing weekend night. Another great thing about the fall is the color change the outdoors experience, and it is really beautiful. So my second suggestion is to take advantage of the great weather, either through taking long hikes in the mountains, woods, or fields. I know around here there are many beautiful places to walk. Another friend was recently raving about the baby goats he saw at a nearby farm, and he's been urging me to pick apples, roam the pumpkin patch, or ride a hay wagon one of those day- these days and enjoy all of the different activities we have here around the Bay Area, and I'm sure they're all across the country and across the world. Finally, I know around here we have a bunch of different fall festivals. We're at one right now. And I would recommend finding a corn or a hay maze and wandering through. It can be really scary and fun. Overall, I think it's a great idea to get outdoors or spend some cozy nights in before the harsher weather comes in and fall has passed. Hopefully, you'll be inspired to try some of these out. Yeah, I definitely love fall. I went to my first corn maze recently, and it was really fun. So we've been at this fair for a really long time, and... 
What do you think of it so far? I think it's a lot of fun. I haven't had a chance to walk around mm -hmm. to the booth quite yet, but looking, just looking around, looking at the Moraga, there's a Moraga Historical Society, there's local councils out here, so it's a really good opportunity to learn more about what's going on in your community at festivals, as well as look at the things that you could be participating in or be doing, like the BTSYA club. Yeah, we'll be talking about that later, but I'm really fascinated by our town history. I didn't know we had such a cool history until I found the booth and talked to them for a while. Right. But what is the most important thing about traditions? I think it's really important for people to uh, to look back on traditions, to keep on living up that set, mm -hmm. that standard of stability. I think it gives us a ch chance to appreciate and remember the past. There are so many activities that I think they don't get old even as you get older. So no matter how old you are, there are certain things that will always be fun. For example, yeah. going to this festival. Yeah, and like camping. I remember there's different joys of camping, whether it's when you're a little kid or when you're our age or even when mm -hmm. you're all grown up. But what is your all-time favorite family tradition? I, well, there's a ton of different family traditions. I think I have to say sitting near a fire and compiling all the pictures taken mm -hmm. of my family. So actually when it comes closer to even around Thanksgiving, we start getting ready our like family. We have a family newsletter every year, oh, that's so like cool. a yearly update yeah. type of thing. And then we have uh, pictures oh. that we send out or like a Christmas card or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so around that time, we like to compile all the Christmas photos, compile all the photos that we've taken over the year through all the different travel. And it's fun to like look back and see what you've been doing that entire year. Yeah. And then also just like the entire experience of sitting by the fire and it's being really warm and cozy, even if it's California and it's not actually that cold, it's still really fun. Yeah. So where does your family live? Yeah, so my family lives in Arinda. The, my mm. uh, my extended family lives back east, so we visit them wow. during the winter, and then obviously it's cold there. So, <laughs> and then some of my family lives in Hong Kong in oh, China. Wow. So we don't go there during the school year normally. We oh, go there do you go there during summer? summer? Right. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, my friend actually came here from Colorado because I lived there for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, and she she was saying, oh, I'm gonna I'm love the San Francisco weather because right. it's gonna be so hot and I'm gonna love it. <laughs> and then she actually came and she hated the weather because of so many cold weather changes. And right. She's like people shouldn't say that California is hot because even in yeah. the Bay Area it gets pretty cold. Right. So it's still like even in the Bay Area, like especially San Francisco, that area around here, it's yeah. the fall when the fog rolls in, it's super it's cold. Yeah, it does get cold. And what about some doing some new things this fall? Are you planning on doing anything new? Um, well, it's actually my first time at this festival. I actually used to come here when I was a mm -hmm. little girl, like really, really young when we first moved here. And we, I would, I remember I would play on the bouncy house and I would mm -hmm. eat all the uh, the booths, but I haven't actually been here. It's my first time being at the, wow. uh, with BTSYA and being here. So it's really fun yeah. to try that new. And then I'll obviously like we both do public speaking together. <laughs> We're going to spend our fall at yeah. public speaking tournaments this, these next couple of weekends. <laughs> so, so looking forward fun. to that. Right. <laughs> But um, what are some other traditions that you've heard of that um, you thought were really cool? Well, okay, so yesterday we had our Campo versus Miramani. Mm -hmm. So those for our listeners out there, those are two high school teams that are were, live around here, and they're very very angry, <laughs> full of hatred rivals. And so we had our football game last night. So a good fall tradition is also for a lot of people watching football. I am admittedly not too much of a huge football fan myself, but I still find the games really exciting. Yeah. And I thought like last night was really fun. And in general, mm -hmm. those Friday night footballs games are really, really fun. Yeah, I agree. Like I was telling another um, sophomore, she was like, I don't know anything about football, so I right. don't think I'll go. But I was like, no, it's not really about the football when you go to these games. It's about school spirit and having yeah. fun with your friends. Yeah. yeah. And people get super into it. Like, yeah. I don't know if you saw last night with everybody getting dressed up, the face pain. Like, people love yeah. getting pumped up, and it's really fun to be in that really high, exciting yeah, environment. Yeah, it is. I don't think there are that many school events that are that high energy. And right, right. yesterday's football game definitely was one of those things. And what do you think makes fall unique? Well, there are a ton of things that make fall unique. Um, in particular, our, around here, the trees haven't quite started changing mm -hmm. leaves, but they will really soon. And I love, I love the colors that come out during fall, yeah. all the changing colors. And then I just also like maybe there's a part of it is because we don't have school anymore. <laughs> so I love getting the breaks and I love yeah. those weeks that we have and that idea of like, cozy sweaters and like ugly sweater week we have at school and all those fun little traditions that our school has that I'm really excited about. Yeah. So um, do you think that you'll be doing anything this Halloween? 
Uh, yeah, probably. Unfortunately, though, I was looking at the schedule. It's when you get to high school. These, yeah. I feel like our teachers don't like to celebrate. Yeah, anything. holidays. <laughs> right, exactly. In so, uh, in a way, so I was looking at. I have a. I think we might have a bio test oh, the day after. Just, just fantastic. We have Halloween, so if we have a bio test. I'm going to yeah. just stay home. Probably, yeah, my friend, um, she's having a Halloween party. That's so on awesome. On a Wednesday, though. Yeah. So everyone's kind of like, I don't know if I'll be able to go. Right. Especially since junior year isn't the most laid back year. Yeah, no kidding. So I think it will be really fun, and it was really fun for a really long time. I remember I would always dress up as Hermione for Halloween oh. for so many years because I loved Harry Potter. So yeah, I'll be definitely mm. participating in that fall tradition this year too. Yeah, are you going to dress up to school? Uh, I think so, maybe. I don't know. It, I think it really depends yeah. on like what everybody... I don't know. I dressed up last year as a like something uncreative, but... I don't remember. Do you think there's ever an age where it's too old to dress up? Um, I can definitely, no, actually no. <laughs> I totally take that back. I can see why people don't after a certain point, but I think yeah. it's always fun to get really spirited. Mm. The only reason I wouldn't is because when you're really stressed out about school That's true. or your teachers are giving you A push tests and then <laughs> bio, AB bio tests, and so you don't want to focus yeah. on those holidays. But like other than that when you yeah. have too much going on then obviously you probably would forgo yeah. something like that. I love that. the creative costumes. One year I saw someone dress up as soap. They made like a cardboard box and that was really creative. So it's right. always great to see how people are thinking outside the box. Alright so I think unfortunately mm. we are out of time and it has been really good talking with you about these popular fall traditions. Hopefully our listeners out there will find some inspiration to yes. get outdoors or spend some cozy nights mm -hmm. in like we talked about before the harsher weather comes in because it really is a beautiful time of year yeah. and it's really great to spend some time outside. Yes so thanks for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Produ Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world and here in Moraga and thanks to you our listeners for making us a top rated program you have been listening to express yourself an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the voice america kids network don't forget to check out the btsya.com website or find us at about the ninth annual be the star you are essay contest i'm young juan and i'm kai kelly we'll be right back Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. 
For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back, Laura. Thank you. So, can you tell us what kind of music things you do, since we're so interested about your musical talent? Well, um, singing is, uh, like I said before, has always been something that I've done ever since I was little. But I really got a, um, I really got started with it uh, when I started doing Russian musical theater um, because I was born outside of the U.S. and then my family moved here, and uh, we just kind of started, you know, getting around, getting to know people, and we met this wonderful uh, woman who offered to uh, introduce me to her theater group, and it just so happened to be Russian. And so um, we started, you know, we started out small. We started doing just small plays here and there. Um, and after a while, we started adding uh, musical components to them. And these were these were all in Russian. So we started singing. We started singing in Russian. Um, I don't recall doing anything in English. Of, of course, it was a Russian musical theater. Um, and uh, it really helped me personally on my uh, Russian language. And um, it also... Uh, helped me kind of get to know the different types of cultures that we have here, you know, and how they differ from, you know, from, you know, what I come from in my family. And it was it was nice. Yeah. So do you speak Russian at home or are you fluent in Russian? I'm fluent in Russian. Yes, I speak uh, Russian and Armenian at home. That's really cool. What do you think is the best uh, or the biggest difference from living in Russia and living here? Uh, what would you say is like the biggest change that you had to make? Well, I never lived in Russia. Um, I lived in Armenia because I am Armenian. <laughs> Sorry, because I myself and am Armenian, and um, I have to say like the the biggest uh, difference between the two cultures is that in Armenia you're very closely tied to your family. Your family, you know, they are your best friends. They, you know, take care of you. You take care of them. It's a very you have a very close, very loving relationship with them. Whereas here in the United States, it's very, very different in terms of. Um, uh, the communities here being more appreciative of you being in, an individual, doing things for yourself and kind of getting out there and putting yourself out there instead of being uh, handheld, you know, walked across the entire, you know, line of life. And, um, and uh, one thing that we don't do in Armenia is we don't move out from our parents' uh, place at 18. Not normally, anyways. Wow. So when did you move from Armenia to here? Um, about when I was three years old. Um, yeah, but I, it was, yeah, it was... I don't remember too much of the move, but, uh, you know, I still feel, feel the effects of it, you know, even now, 13, 13 years later, or 14. <laughs> Math was not my best subject. So, yeah. All right, let's talk a little bit about your ho- hobbies that include, besides music, you also you are also active in archery, you also do piano, other types of musical instruments. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, piano is something that kind of runs in my, I don't want to say runs in my family, but it's kind of like a family activity. Um, my aunt is an incredible, incredible pianist. She's a teacher. She teaches here in, in Lafayette. She also teaches in Berkeley. She's really kind of moves around. And um, some of the kids that she's taught are playing, I know one of them is playing in uh, Stanford Orchestra. Wow. So um, it's really it's really something that, you know, my entire family does and, you know, not consequentially, but like I do it too because of that, because I was predisposed to that. Um, And archery is, it's just something that um, I started at a very, very, very young age. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's just how it happened for me. You know, I started watching movies and I thought it was so cool, you know, how they could just like, you know, pull the arrow out and just like shoot stuff and whatnot. Um, So, of course, I was very young, so my parents, you know, they were completely against buying me an actual archery set until I was older and more responsible. So um, I started making them by myself. I, like, cut off branches of trees, and I took rubber bands, and I put them together. And then I'd find, you know, like, try to find a stick that was as straight as possible, and I would try to make them go as far as I possibly could, and I would have friends over, and we would make bows and arrows for them, too, and it just kind of became, like, a group activity. So, Oh, yeah. wow. That's really amazing. So um, since your whole family played piano, did you ever feel like you didn't want to play piano? 
Well, um, I always did love piano, but I kind of stopped uh, at about junior year because piano, I found um, to sit down and really learn it, you mm. have to be, you know, it, you, you have to not be stressed. You have to be very, very, you know, at peace when you're playing. And, you know, when junior year started for me, you know, at my school, it's a very, very rigorous year because we have a very rigorous curriculum. Yeah. And so, you know, things got a little bit stressful for me. So I stopped playing, but I'm trying to get back on it before I go off to college so that's 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 on my to-do list yeah I know this one person at my school who does cross-country and her brother is really good at cross-country and it kind of runs in her family and I know that she doesn't really like cross-country <laughs> but she's forced to do it because her whole family does it so. yeah yeah, I never really, I never really had that pressure. I usually, um, I did piano uh, really because I wanted to. Mm. Um, the only thing that didn't work out though was uh, my aunt trying to, because she was my teacher, of course. Um, you know, she would tell me to practice a certain amount, and I, I wouldn't. <laughs> so it's like I, I remember so many times, like the day before my. Um, before my lesson, I would sit down and just learn everything really fast, and then the next day I would go in for the lesson and I would, you know, play and I'd, I'd get away with it. So that was that was the, gotta say, it was a pretty. Those are fond memories. Lots of laughs for me. You know, nobody else understood, but I got it because I got away with everything. What would you say is your favorite experience learning piano, either with your aunt or maybe performing in other settings? What do you think was your favorite part of playing piano? Um. Well. Um, I learned piano with a group because my, teach my uh, teacher, my aunt, she taught a group of kids at, a, at the same time. And my fondest memory, I have to say, is the very first time I performed at a recital. Um, I don't remember where, which church it was, but I remember it was a church because churches have very good, you know, sound, that echo, resonance. Um, and you know, I was so nervous. I just, I, I was so incredibly nervous because it was my first time performing and I thought I am most definitely going to mess up. I most definitely am going to forget the notes and my mom tried to give me advice. She tried to come for me, you know, say, just don't think about the notes. And I thought to myself, well, all right, so I'll just sit there and keep telling myself to not think about the notes and end up thinking about the notes. Mm. That's not gonna work out. But um, yeah, I was extremely nervous. And then when it was my turn, I remember just all the blood rushing mm. out of my face. I was, I had gone, I'm pretty sure I went pale. I was so scared and so nervous. I was shaking as I walked up to the piano. And then I sat down and the first couple of notes were a little bit difficult because you know, my hands were shaking. But then after a while, it's, it's such an interesting feeling. It was like, it was like I stopped I don't want to say I stopped thinking, but it's like my consciousness just kind of reduced and I just started playing without even thinking about it. Like everything just started coming to me naturally. And then at the end of the song, it was over before I knew it. And then I got up and then my aunt and all my friends who came to the show, you know, ended up telling me, you know, you did so well. You did, you did very well. You know, we weren't expecting that from you. And just kind of, you know, it was a learning experience also for me because, you know, I learned that, you know, before any kind of performance, the nerves are always the the worst thing to have. But once you really get into it, you know, they, they start to go away. Yeah, and I understand that you have a very special message that you want to tell us here at Express Yourself. Uh, what From kind your of theater, theater group? Oh, yes, yes. One thing that I wanted to mention, um, we... Uh, our community recently uh, suffered the death of um, Mr. Brett Olson. He was a, a senior at my school when I was a freshman, and um, uh, I just wanted to, you know, on behalf of the Be The Star You Are family, you know, extend our condolences to his family and friends and everyone else who knew him. He really was such an incredible person, such a kind-hearted person. Um, I remember when I was a freshman, me and my friends were freshmen, we had these rallies at our school and going into, you know, this high school for the very first time, we were nervous. We didn't know what people were going to be like. We didn't know what our experiences were going to be like. And, um, I remember the very first rally, he was on the, I think it's the leadership board. He was uh, one of four people that kind of led, it's not really a performance, but it's kind of like a, you know, they get, they get out into the middle of the gym and they start talking to us, you know, welcoming us. And, you know, he was so, uh, it was just this um, essence of like happiness and kind of, you know, this exciting nature just kind of emanating from him. And it really, you know, made us look forward to 
to going to high school, you know, we thought, you know, if they're, if this is what people are like in high school, then we're going to have an awesome time. You know, he made us laugh. He, he cracked jokes all the time. He was very involved with our um, school, with our campus and community. And it just meant so much to all of us, all of our friends. A lot of us had huge crushes on him, mm -hmm. you know, myself included for a short time. And um, he was um, a huge component to our theater, theater program, especially, um, a lot of us met him through that. He was, you know, in my personal opinion, so incredibly talented. I can't even convey, you know, with words how talented how talented he was. You'd have to see him in real life. It was just, and it was just magnificent, you know, just watching him going to his plays because he really put you, the, the way he expressed emotion, the way he spoke was just, you know, it was so real. It really put you in the position of actually being in that setting. And it was so wonderful. And it's such a tragic loss yeah. that, you know, it's just, it's impacted our entire community. You know, we had a group of 100,000 people looking for him when he disappeared. And, um, yeah, and he just, he just meant so much to us. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Our condolences definitely go out to him. Unfortunately, we are out of time right now. But thank you for all your great information about singing, music, and all the other things that you do. Thank I'm you. Young Juan. Thanks so much for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. We'll be back soon, so don't go away. And thank you for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure to bring you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and want to answer your questions, so email us at btsyateenradio.com or gmail.com, but you can go to our website too and our creative community site at btsya.com and you can upload your creative works at our site for free and get involved with the Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store and sign up for our free newsletter. And remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself